What's going on, motherfuckies? It's your boy, Hirsch. Today, we are coming with a very special episode, episode three of Content Confessions. With me today is none other than Thimble TV. Some know him as Left Thumbstick. Um, I met him just about, ah, man, I'd say four or five months ago. Um, immediately hit it off. Loved his energy, his positivity. And I'm really excited to get this going. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit. Um, let us know what platform we can find you on, different ways we can get a hold of you. And uh, how your day's been? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, can you hear me, yeah? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay. Just making sure it all works. But yeah, uh, I stream on Twitch. You can find me under the Thimble TV. Uh, I'm a UK streamer. I don't stream that regularly at the moment due to like work commitments and stuff, but I'll be getting back into it and getting the schedule going within the next week or two. So, yeah, that's, that's basically how you find my channel. But me, myself, I'm, I live in England. I was born southeast England. Uh, just basically raised by my mum. My dad left when I was young uh, for certain reasons. But, yeah, that's, that's literally just me, sort of where I'm from, and how you can find me if you want to watch streams and watch some gameplay. Hey, let's go. And man, I I was looking at your numbers. It, how long have you been streaming exactly? Because last I looked, you you were over a thousand follows. Yeah, so I hit one. I hit one k. I think it was back. It's a couple of months ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been streaming for roughly about seventeen months. Uh, okay. So I started streaming. So I started watching a guy called Ochillist, which was the first person I watched on Twitch. Uh, I basically just went on Twitch. I, I just, had back issues and wanted to look at sort of like different games and stuff, but nobody was online because they were at work while I was at home with like back issues and stuff. So I literally just, I found Twitch through there and I threw like just search, searching on Google and stuff. Uh, found him. He, he sort of had a run a couple of games with me on Fortnite and he said to me, you should start streaming because your gameplay is like insane. So I was like, okay. So I started that all up and in, in the first, I think eight days I reached affiliate. Oh shit. Yeah, so you have to like stream for seven days or, or seven consecutive days. So I got that in eight days. And it's just, just gone from there, really. I've met a few people that you sort of lose connection with. There's a lot of toxicity and stuff. Like that. That's just not me. Mm. Obviously, if they be toxic, that's, that's it. They can, just, they can just get out. And then sort of it's only been the last sort of year I've found, I wouldn't say decent people, but people that you can connect with on a real level. Mm, a lot further than games, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So you obviously got your gaming friends that you can game with them whenever you want, but outside of that, there's probably like a handful of people that I speak to every single day, and you kind of help them through the bad times, and they help you, you know. No, exactly. So no, that's, that's what I was, that's what I was trying to connect with as well. Like, it's it's all well and good playing games. I can play games whenever I want, mm. but you want to sort of sit there and have sometimes like a deep conversation with somebody if you want to get to know them and stuff and that, that that's that's kind of the reason why I started Twitch it wasn't to like any monetary gain which what some people do obviously you see them just plug in the donation channels and stuff like that that's just not me like I give back everything that I've got I've given back and more so I, I just want to sort of be there for people you know yeah because at the end of the day that's what it's all about I mean I know when I started streaming myself it was definitely more along the lines of just trying to find people that not just a game with, but like you said, actually have deep conversations, meanings of life. Cause <clears throat> you know, me personally growing up in the neighborhood that I did, um, a lot of the friends I grew up with, 
are still in the life. And when I say that, I'm referring to like gangs, drugs, um, just being stupid. So games was a way for me to find other people who kind of thought like me, you know, nerds, people who, you know, aren't afraid to kind of like find self-discovery because I find more and more with technology and social media and things like Twitch or Mix or YouTube, whatever you stream off of, there's just so much, uh, I don't know, maybe density is the word I should use where it's just, yeah, you know, there's definitely. only there's surface. There's nothing underneath. It's just this robot in front of a camera. Everything's good. Everything's fine. Um, and it's just, I don't know. It was just kind of demoralizing in that respect. Um, so you said yeah. it was, it was chill TV was the first person that, that as a guy called OCLC, he used to just sit there and stream basically, but he like, I look for people that are just completely chilled because that, that's just, that's just my mannerisms. You know, I'm just chilled out and stuff. I, I watch a few hype streamers. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But sort of, I, fl I flicked through and he was literally the, the first person I clicked on. And ever since like me and him have spoken a lot. I mean, he's been out of the streaming scene Well, he was out for about a year. Um, but he came back and he just, it's just, that's the sort of person you want to find is somebody you can speak with on a personal level and, but yeah, he was he was the first person I watched by Chilis. Nice. And so and so do you kind of see him? Oh, I'm sorry. That's all this. So good mom just come over. It's all this. Um yeah, carry on, carry on. No, so so basically you kind of uh put him in like a mentor type role. Did he offer like any sort of advice, help you set things up or Yeah, there was obviously <clears throat> got like the stream elements and, and everything like that. So um, he sort of well, when I first started, there was there wasn't much that I could set up because I streamed from the, the PS4 first of all, and obviously you got the chat bots, like you got stream elements, you got obviously like uh, stream labs which you could use from the PC. But he helped me set all that up, set up the commands, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and was basically just like just stream your gameplay and just interact with people that come into the channel. Mm. So yeah, he could kind of was a mentor because I mean I had sort of my own idea of what I wanted to do with the channel anyway. So he just sort of helped me through like the setup and he chilled with me in the chat, just kept chat going. Cause so, sometimes you can sit there when you first start off with one or two people, one or two people there and they're just sort of sitting watching your gameplay and not interacting. Whereas he kept it going for me. So that was kind of like the main, yeah. So that he spent a lot of his time. And I remember he, he spent time away from, obviously he's got a family, so he could have just been with them, but instead he sort of sat with me and, and just just went through everything basically and got it. He basically created my channel. So oh, that's literally, awesome. yeah. So everything that I owe to him, sort of, I've sort of given back as much as I can. Well, I mean, it's good that you found someone like that because I'm I'm pretty sure you're you were like that before him. But that's the one thing that I was actually going to talk to you about is like you obviously have your own stream, you have your own life going on. But I yeah, see yeah. you, I literally see you in so many people <laughs> supporting, like, modding your face off, making sure everybody feels included. Like, what kind of, what gave you the mentality of, like, okay, you know what, even though I have my stuff going on, I still have to be there for for my people. Like, what yeah. what kind of got you into that mindset? Honestly, I don't even know, because when <clears throat> I first started off, I, I just watched that one guy. That That was literally it. Um, you obviously watch the big streamers because you want to watch the gameplay and sort of imitate what they're doing and sort of get tips off them as well. But there is obviously just like the, the one person that 
I sort of mod for a lot. Obviously, I don't know if you want me to say the name, but Miss Me oh, on no, TV. By all means. Yeah, dude, yeah, plug yeah. whoever you TV want. Yeah. Connecting with her on a personal level helped me a lot. And obviously, when she was streaming, I just sort of wanted to help out. You know, that that's literally what started it off. And then from there, you sort of meet people in the stream and you meet other people as well. And then you want to go into their channels and then all of a sudden, you're just mod. Yeah. <laughs> You just yeah. spend you spend time in there, like you help out, you greet people, and then like the next stream you go in, you're mod. You're like, okay, I'm like I've now got a new job. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> right? Exactly. But, uh, yeah, that's that's literally. The, I never used to be like it. I don't know why, because I look back now and I think, why well, wasn't I? But you don't really know what to do or how to do it until you just. I think you meet somebody or start watching somebody who you want to help out. There's got to be the want to do it, not just like the, the go in and just do it for the sake of it. Mm. So basically there's really no formula. It's just madness, right? Like, yeah, it's literally, kind of- I think for me to want to help somebody, there's got to be friendship there. Mm. That's literally it. Hmm. Oh, I can get that. Um, so you you had mentioned you had some some back issues and you started kind of just getting into uh, like Twitch and stuff. Were you always a gamer? Or was it something that kind of came later oh, to no. your life? I've been gaming for what? It's one twenty nine. I've been gaming for about twenty five, twenty six years. Okay. So I started off with the uh, with all the SNES. So you got the SNES console going through there, like you Smash Bros. You got Alex the Kid, which I played. Street Street Fighter, you've got Streets of Rage, all the all the old school games. Uh, Paperboy. Paperboy. Oh my yeah. god, Paperboy. <laughs> but that was one game I could never understand what I was doing. I just watched the guy on the bike. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know what I, was I just watched the guy on the bike and that was it. But it wasn't until like I'd say like a couple of years after where I actually realized what I would, was needing to do in the game, you know. Mm-hmm. Just thought it was a game you just ride your bike and get chased by some old lady with a roller pin, you know? Yeah, you know it, you know it. But um, that's just how it started off. And then obviously you got GoldenEye, which was the probably, the, I'd say, the biggest game of the Nintendo 64. Um, you had like Mario Kart as well. But for me, GoldenEye, you just multiplayer games with your friends and just go at it for hours and hours. Yeah, GoldenEye, I feel, kind of kind of molded the, the landscape of, of future gaming. I mean, I remember being younger and one of my one of my brother's friends, he had it and he they were obviously older. I always hung out with older people and he lived with his parents. He was like 17, 18, but it was in the garage like they refurbished the garage to be basically a guest house. And dude, we sat in that thing during winter. Right. Like and over here, it gets super fucking cold. Like today, it's 10 degrees outside Fahrenheit. So that's probably like what you're in the like, minuses, what, minus five, minus 10? Yeah, minus five, minus 10 Celsius. Um, and yeah. that's and that's the warmest it's going to get today. So we would be out there freezing up, like wearing coats and fucking gloves, dude, <laughs> playing Goldeneye <laughs> like 10 hours, man. That's what you, do, you, know, it's, it's, you, you don't you don't think of the, the temperature or anything like that. You, if you want a game, you want a game. You do it, you do it, whatever the weather. It's, it's a saying, but it's, it's the truth. No, definitely. <laughs> Man. So so the 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 next question I have is obviously you said you went into streaming. It was basically to 
kind of get um get a community, right? Just get like minded people who uh, who can gather around and just kind of be themselves. Um, yeah, for you, exactly. um, what were your expectations of Twitch, and what are they still? And then to to dive it back a little bit, like what's the reality of it first? The expectation. Yeah, so I I literally expected nothing because I didn't know what Twitch was. So it was probably the second or third day I started watching Twitch that I actually started streaming myself. And obviously, as I say, I just watched the one guy. So I didn't know what to expect. And then he would go out of his way because he, he had his own community and everything himself. So he went out of his way to bring his community to me. And then from there, everything kind of blew up really quickly. So like when I was when I was when I was sort of on streaming on the console, there were people coming in all the time. So it was straight away interaction was probably the main thing that I had to give them. But expectation, all I wanted was for people to come in, feel comfortable, and just chat to each other and just just watch some gaming. There, there was no, I don't think any other expectation to it. And then since then, it's. Obviously, you, you get more and more people and you meet people, you cut up with people, you play with different streamers as well. So it's kind of, it's just, it's just been smooth. Like people will sit there and go, oh, I've not got any views. I can't do this because nobody's watching. I can't up with that, upgrade the stream because I'm not getting the money from the streaming. But it, it, it's just literally, it's more than that. You've just got to build and build and build. Mm. So it's, it's I, I was lucky. I'll admit, I was probably to the luckiest person that I know in streaming because I know people that are struggling to reach affiliate now and they've been streaming for six months like and to reach it in eight days was just insane yeah <laughs> no well I mean it, it speaks volumes though because I think at the end of the day the one thing I've noticed like yeah there's a lot of good people that are on Twitch but <clears throat> not to sound too harsh but just being a good person isn't enough to be a successful streamer on Twitch right like it's more than just oh, being a good person. Of it's course. more than just being yeah. a good gamer. Um, the one thing that I've noticed, uh, because in my beginning stages of Twitch, I've been on Twitch now for about four or five years. So um, part, of the, part of the beginning, I had to um, go through that phase of like what you were talking about. Like, man, I'm not getting any views, um, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Feel that. Because when people say that to me, they, they obviously a few people come to me for advice because they know how quickly things just went. And then when they say, I'm sitting there thinking, I never had the issues. How do I help them? But mm. yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. Like, but the, but the only thing that I would say is you have to keep consistency. Honestly, consistency is key. You can, but you have to be the same person on the stream, if you get me. So you can't just be like one stream, be all hyped up. And then the next stream, just be silent or, 10 times quieter and less interactive. You have to just be yourself. Exactly. No, and the thing that I had to learn um, with, with the expectation of like, oh, well, you know what, if I'm funny and if I'm interactive, like I'll have people come in or if I post certain things, people will come in. I had to finally realize like at the end of it, <clears throat> if I'm not having views or if I'm not getting subs or whatever the thing is that I'm stressing about, um, I think it's important that we stop looking at it as an outside problem, right? Where it's like, oh, well, this is somebody else's fault. Like, it's they're the reason I'm not getting this. At the yeah. end of the day, you know, there's a lot of people I see who are trying to get affiliate or they do have affiliate 
and they're not getting the views or they're not getting subs. And I ask them, okay, you know, how much do you post on social media? Are you mm-hmm. in anybody's discord? Um, how many streams do you visit and interact with chat? And the thing I found is that a lot of these people, including myself, um, it was at a point to where I was expecting all this shit to happen, but I wasn't putting in the work for it. Like we yeah. can sit there and feel entitled as much as we want to when it comes to streaming. Cause we're like, Oh, you know, we go to a couple streams and we're super cool in there. It's a lot more than just going to a few streams. Right. Like, yeah, of course it is. There's, there's so much, but this is what people don't understand. When you say to somebody, Oh, or you, you talk about games, for example, like if I'm just talking to you, you're just, just a general friend that you haven't spoken to in a while. And they just say, Oh, what are you up to? You still gaming. When you start to bring in the streaming side of things, they, don't see it as there's behind the scenes work. They just see it as, oh, you just broadcast your stream and then do nothing. It's literally mm. so much more. So like you've got, like you say, like the interaction with other people, that's still part of your streaming journey because you're interacting with them, not to get them into your stream, but to be their friend. And if, if they want to come and watch you, that's, that's, that's their choice. It's, that's not nothing that you can you can determine it's going to happen. Exactly. They're not obligated to. Yeah, exactly. If they want to come and watch, they will, but nine times out of 10, they will come by. But that, that this, this is what annoys me. I wouldn't say annoys me, but it kind of just grinds my gears a bit. So there's so many people that put in so much work, but then the people that don't put in the work are the ones that feel entitled the most. Like when they hit affiliate, they're like, Oh yeah, great. I'm going to make some money. doesn't work like that. It literally doesn't work like it. No, no. And I I just, I I feel bad because at the end of it, like I do know that a lot of people do put hard work, whether, whether they interact a lot or not, um, they do put a hard, a lot of hard work when they stream. But at the end of it, uh, when it comes to streaming and content creation, if, if you want to make money off it or you want to be successful in the fact that you have people in your stream, it takes a lot more. Cause when it comes to Twitch, I mean, you know, as well, it's oversaturated. There are so many people who are trying to stream and there's so many people who bring different variables to it. So like you have to have that hunger. You have to want to be that person. And it can be really tough. I mean, I get it. You know, life, life itself gets so busy and hectic. Like, you know, people have families, people have social lives, people have work and it can be hard to balance that. Um, but to go, go back a little bit further real quick. Sorry. Um, no, no, crack on. I think, I think the thing is too, and and it's one thing that I've noticed so much on Twitch is that, like you said, people go into a chat and sometimes expect, like, oh, okay, since I go in here, they're gonna come to my stream. Yeah, and I, I really can't stand that concept because at the end of the day, if you think you're gonna be a successful streamer, you're not gonna do it by piggybacking off of another stream. And what I mean no. by that is, like, you can't expect to go into a stream and try to get some of those followers because they're already there. They're in the stream yeah. that they want to be in. Exactly. And that's what it comes down to is they're in the stream you're watching because that's who they want to watch. Like, they, they don't want to go in and they don't want people to, to self-promote in other people's channels, for example, and then you go and watch them. They're there for that streamer. And they, they come back every single time they stream because they want to watch that person. This, this is where you've got to build relationships and build some sort of connection with people 
to entice them to want to come to a stream first of all. It's not just a case of, oh, I stream, and then they're not going to come and watch you. Because nine times out of ten, if you don't introduce yourself or if they don't see who you, for you for who you are, like your personality-wise, they're not going to come in. They'll just hit the follow button. You might get a follow from them. That, that's literally about it. You have to... You've got to find a way of getting your yourself across to other people in a friendly manner. Yeah, without being overbearing, and that's yeah. and, and that's the thing, man. Because I know you've seen it too, being a mod for for a lot of people. It's just you see the people that come in and they're like, "Oh yeah, my like they try mentioning their stream <laughs> so much, but they try acting like they're being subtle about it. And it's just like, yeah, you're not looking good. Like honestly, when it comes down to it. Nine times out of ten, if somebody mentions their own stream and somebody else's, that that immediately turns them off. Exactly. Like, yeah. okay. And that's a turn off for me because sort of drive. Obviously, if you're seeing that all the time, what what you want really is if if you're just sitting there talking to them, you come onto the conversation because you're on the streaming platform anyway. So everyone's on the streaming platform for a reason. Whether you you sit there watching streamers, whether you stream, but that's the questions you get into when you start to talk to each other. You're like, oh, oh, do you stream? And they're like, oh, yeah, I do actually. And that's when you go go on to to, to their channel, you know. For sure, no. Yes, it's just crazy what people expect. Like, there's the expectation of having people watch you, or like the subscriptions, for example, having them subscribe to your channel. You have to give them a reason to do that. There's always got to be a reason for somebody to do something. So whether I mean whether it could be you built a friendship with them or you game with them all the time, it's it's there's, there's so many different ways you can you can get people to your channel. Well, I I hate self promotion. That's one thing I hate. If somebody self promotes, that's it. It just completely turns me off. No, and it's I, I think I think at the end of it because. I don't want to be the the dick, right? Like, don't get me wrong. I don't have a problem being an asshole. But, like, <laughs> I don't want to be the person to be like, hey, fuckface, like, nobody's going to come to your stream. Like, no one's going to – no one's come to your stream because you're just – the whole – when I see things like that, to me what it says is like, oh, I expect and I think that it's a given that if I come into a stream and I say hi to a couple people that automatically – is gonna, you know, gain me some followers and new people to come into my stream. Like that's just such a sense of entitlement that I cannot stand. Like at no. the end of the day, we aren't owed anything at all. Like no, nobody is. Nothing at all. Like you're nothing. owed nothing. Nothing in life. Like no. outside of streaming, you're not owed anything. And that's what people don't get. I think it is. Like when I was younger, that was never the well. It might have been the case, but it was very, very like a small number of people would expect to get somewhere without giving nothing or putting anything in. So I think it's just nowadays everyone just expects, 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 and they just take, take, take. No, but there's not a lot of people that I know give as much as they take, or or if not, give more. It's just it's just crazy how I don't know. There's just the a, a different contrast of people out there. I don't know. Everyone is different. Don't get me wrong. If you're all the same, we'd be we'd be boring fucks. But, <clears throat> yeah. 
yeah, it's, uh, but, but there is some sort of ground of like just re- being reasonable and just I don't, I don't know like I worry so much that we've lowered the standards of being a decent person <laughs> that like eventually <laughs> like just saying hello to somebody's like oh that's a good guy like they're a yeah. good person like I don't know I don't know it's but you you this this is what it this is what I mean by the contrast of people like like you just said you could say hello to somebody but if you just say hello hello to a complete stranger. Nowadays, they can they don't create conversation with you. Whereas ten years ago, when I was like just reaching sort of like my twenties, people would sit there and talk to you if you said hello. Nowadays, they just sit there and go, oh, "He's he's weird. Why is he said hello mm. to me?" Just like that. And but if you say hello to the wrong person, then I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, that's another conversation. <laughs> like if you just say hello to somebody who could be underage, for example, like. Uh, yeah, it, it's insane. Like the the difference of like ten years ago to now, and how quickly like ten years is a long time, but how quickly the the people's like personas can change, and the manner in which people talk to each other, and the respect levels. Well, it's one of those things too that I try to think about. Like, all right, so when it comes to the internet, right? The internet's been here for well, for most people, for about what. 20 years right like most people have had you know had the AOL yeah. dial up back in the day yeah, and yeah. I think if you think about it like on a human standard just basic forms of communication right like just talking the way that we are now um, as if we were in real life that took thousands of years to get to the point we are now to where we are able to communicate our thoughts communicate our feelings our wants our needs our dislikes yeah. and to do it openly and, as well yeah and when it comes to technology right like we are still so early in the phase of like understanding the the way that communication works. And it's just, it's one of those things when the internet first came out, it was this fun thing. You could be anonymous. You could be somebody completely different without any sort of consequence whatsoever. And we're, we're now, we're, I don't know if we're there yet, but we're coming to a point where the internet in real life is kind of mending, right? Like where they're both becoming this, this synonymous entity where they're, you know, it's not just one or the other, it's both. Yeah. Because that's everything is based off technology. Now, whatever you do, like your bank, for example, as you say, like it used to be with your bank cards, you go and get the money out from the ATM. You can literally send people money at press of a button now, Mm. which is the concept of it. Is completely like that's that's scary as fuck. But that is everyone's just doing it, and yeah, it it's mad. Like it, it seems as though it's merging. You got like you got the VR now. You got virtual reality where you can you kind of can get lost in it. And you had like the the film Ready Player One when that first came out. The the concept of that was the virtual reality life. And then you got addicted to going into the virtual world hmm. and doing everything from there. But you look at it in real life, it's not far off. Honestly, it's not. No. And and to touch on what you're saying a little bit, I think I think what it comes down to is that um we have this when it when it comes to the internet, it's this form of instant access, right? And with that kind of comes with this instant uh action, right? Or instant reaction kind yeah. of been molded by this internet and this technology to be like, okay, well, we have to react right now. 
Whereas so more in real life, um, when you're dealing with things face to face, you can't necessarily instantly react. Like you have to, you have to kind of think things out a little bit. You have to slow them down and try to try to make sure you maneuver the right way. As to where at the internet, there's really no near consequence. So it's just like, okay, well, this person just told me "fuck you" in my chat, so my instant reaction is, "oh, fuck you too." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, you it's don't just think a, about. A... Oh, go ahead. No, 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 Karen, Karen, Karen. No, I was just going to say, like, you don't think about the consequence of, like, okay, well, there might be somebody new who joins the chat at that moment, and that's what they're going to be, that's their first impression of me, is telling somebody to fuck off, right? Not yeah. knowing the context of what happened. Yeah, because they could do that. They That could just be their standard. That, that, that might be what they're doing every other stream. That that could mm -hmm. be their, their bad version of saying hello. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's just the person they are, but obviously... If it's your channel, regardless of whether they're saying fuck you or if they're talking trash into to somebody else in the chat because they've been in somebody else's stream talking the same crap to them, it's you that's creating the impression, like on them. And that, that's, that's what it comes back to again. Like that person is still one of your viewers. And therefore, if, if you want to keep them in your all involve them in your in and include them in your community you have to keep them in, in engaged you can't just say fuck you too because they're just gone and <laughs> yeah then, they're, they're gonna go off somewhere else yeah <laughs> yeah and that could then have a chain reaction with other people because if you're not like that normally you could have somebody in there who spent one two three four how many other weeks months years watching you they could they could think oh he's completely fake all this time and now he's, he's showing his true colours by being completely toxic to somebody and that's them gone. You know what I mean? It, it can go like that and then because that person's been with you a while, everyone sees that they're gone and then they go as well. So, yeah, it, it, it can set off a chain reaction and stuff like that. No, that's, that's what I mean by you. You always have to be yourself. Always. Because yep. people that will sit there and watch you they will notice any change and the smallest change could be, could be like the biggest, uh, it could have the biggest effect on your channel and the people that watch you and the friends you have. Oh, for sure. Cause I think the one thing I noticed, um, whether, whether it's me streaming myself or if I'm watching somebody, if they're having a bad time, um, you know, you can tell that they're obviously like stressed now as a viewer in some cases, it can be a point of like, okay, well, obviously, maybe what I'm doing is not enough, right? Like, I'm in their chat, I'm in here um, interacting with people, like, obviously, what I'm doing is not good enough. And it kind of gets them in this, um, kind of like in a defense mode, right? Where they're like, okay, well, like, you know, they're they're over there stressing out about whatever reason. Maybe it's the game, or maybe they're complaining about views or whatever. It's like, okay, well, like, what about me? Like, I'm here, right? I'm yeah. watching. Yeah, um, yeah. And so, and, and that's another thing too, that I've, that I've had to come, uh, come realize throughout the years is <clears throat> I can complain as much as I want to about how many views that I want, but at the end of it, you have to completely appreciate the people who are in there, right? Like my streams, there's sometimes where I'll have 15, 20, 30 people in there watching me. And there's some streams where I only have three or four people watching me. And yeah. it used to be, like, damn, like, what the fuck am I doing wrong or whatever that case was. But now it's like, you know what? Like, I had four people in there today that literally could have been doing anything else in the world. And they decided to come sit and watch me do something. 
Yeah, and facts. It's just, you know, you have to look at those people because at the end of it, man, like, like you said, there's people out there who've been affiliate for eight months, nine months, almost a year. And they don't have nothing or people have been working for it and they, they're not there. So, you know, like you, like we've said, it's kind of the reoccurring theme. Nothing is guaranteed and we're not entitled to anything whatsoever when it comes no. to content creation. Exactly. But um, that's what it all comes down to as well is your content. Because you, you could be, for example, the best player again. People aren't going to watch you because they can go watch somebody else who they think is better at the game than you. There has to be not a niche as such, but you have to find your, like your, like your target market. You mm-hmm. get PG streamers, you get streamers that, you get the ASMR streamers, blah, blah, blah. You get the weirdos in there. But, um, but you <laughs> have to find, you've got to find your own sort of, your own way to, to fit into everyone else. Because like I say, it's 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 so saturated. Twitch is saturated. You, you can go through just clicking one game and you could see thousands of people streaming that one game. Yeah. And all of them, all of them are doing different things. And, you know, you're completely right. Cause at the end of it, um, I don't, you said that you kind of were like new to Twitch. So you kind of just jumped in there and did your own thing. Um, me going into it, uh, I'd, I'd seen it through, I was watching, well, I, I played with my friend Ladies Awakening. She was pretty much the, the first person who got it into it, got me into it rather, and um, started watching her. So I started seeing the way that the that the chats worked and it kind of became this thing where I was like, oh, okay, like if I play games, I'm funny and this, that, and the third. If I, and I saw the way that she did and she was a lot more reserved and, you know, didn't really push anything past like PG 13, which is all well and fine. Like you said, everybody has to have their own uh, yeah. base audience. Right. Yeah. And you but like, respect that. Yeah. But like, you know, me now, cause you've been in some of my streams. Like I was trying to be like family friendly and trying to be like super calm and collected, like not raging at all or like talking shit or like just the stuff that I do for fun. And yeah. it just wasn't working, dude. Like it just, it wasn't working. I didn't start having fun with streams until I actually started doing like what I wanted to do. Like, you know what? Like if I feel like fucking with this person for a little bit, that's what I'm going to do. Like if I want to talk about um, getting my taint rubbed, like, you know, I'm going to talk about it. Like if that turns somebody off, like it's cool. There's millions of other people on Twitch. Yeah. And I'll be completely honest with you. Like when I first started watching you, you, you can see the difference from then to now. Mm. Like from what, like, like you, like you just, like you just said, we'll, we'll touch on that. Like you, you used to try and be, like, like you say, PG thirteen or or whatever. But like the other day when you were streaming and you were just with that little kid talking shit, I was in <laughs> stitches. But that's, that's the person because obviously I've spoken to you, but that's who I know, not the person who's going to sit there and and be polite to somebody if if somebody says, "Oh, fuck you, you're shit," you're like, "Okay, thanks." that's not you because the other yep. people might be like that but yeah I, I can definitely tell a difference from when you were streaming like three four months ago roughly up mm. until now yeah dude no and it's it's been dude it's been nice because like at the end of it 
I don't know. I used to be a major asshole, so like I understand the consequences that come with it, right? <laughs> so like I tried being in this phase of like, you know what, like even people who are dicks, right? Like, you know what, I'm gonna try to turn the other cheek because you know, maybe I can I, I don't know, I felt I felt like one of those girls that just finds bad boys and it's like I can change them. Like, yeah. no, you yeah, you can't happen. you can't change nobody at the end yeah. of the day. And I don't know, I've always been a person like for me, it's always been hard because I know when it comes to Twitch, a lot of people were on there didn't grow up the same way that I did. And, you know, the city I grew up in, the side of town that I grew up on, the schools that I went to, um, you had to be able to talk shit. You had to be able to fucking hold your own if you wanted to survive. Like if you were weak and you couldn't handle somebody talking shit to you or getting loud, then your life was miserable. You wouldn't yeah. be able to go anywhere. And no, because they would, they would do it more to you. Exactly. And no, you're not able to take it on. You wouldn't do anything back because they get kicked out doing it. Well, and no. it's, and it's, it's all power trips at the end of the day, mm. you know? Definitely. So I think um, I, I'm kind of grateful, but I was just kind of worried that it's like, okay, well, I know the Rockford mentality, right? Like it's cool for me and it might be cool for some people that, you know, come from big cities where they had to deal with stuff. But not everybody on Twitch is from a big city. Like a lot of people exactly. I talk to, man, they tell me they're like, oh, I'm from this small ass town. And I'll tell them a story about like, uh, for example, like um, at my school every day, there was at least two to three guns in my school every day. Not from police officers, but like kids carrying them. Um, That's mad. The high school that I graduated from, uh, kids got expelled from it. They broke into the school and they went in and shot a kid from a rival gang they broke into the school and shot him in the middle of the Jeez. day during the class um so it's just you know it's i i say stuff like that and people are like what that like that sounds like a movie like that's not <laughs> real they, they just they they can't comprehend it and it's just i don't want people to be like oh well like fucking i can't i can't be around that like it's just a weird energy but at the end of the day like you said you know people are going to be there for me, if they want to be, if they don't enjoy my sense of humor or my crudeness, then they can eat a dick. Exactly. You know? <laughs> but you, you'll, you'll get a lot of that. It's, that's just like anything. It's, it's natural churn. Like you get people who, who even stream hobby. You might get people who watch you for a couple of months and then go and find somebody else to go and terrorize. But yeah, you, you've always just got to be yourself. And that's this one, it always comes back to it. I always just say to somebody, be yourself. Yes. That's the most important thing that you can do. Yeah. Be yourself. For sure. If you don't, if you don't know yourself, then I think you've got a bit of a problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's that's the thing too, man. Like, you know, with things like Twitch and social media, um, knowing who you are is going to be tough because so many of us put on these masks when it comes to our internet lives, right? Like, we have this conflict in our own mind of like who we think we are, who we want to be. And who we yeah. actually are. Like all three of those are constantly fighting with each other. Yeah. And then what people want to hear as well. So you, you mm-hmm. could, if you're like straight up, if you're going to straight up, just go and tell somebody to do one, but then they don't want to hear it. There's the people out there that will tell people what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. And I, I promise myself never to do that. Like, I love down days. I love up days. Don't get me, we're, we're just freaking human, you know? <clears throat> I, I can sit there and, post on Twitter about how crap my day's been and this is going wrong and that's going wrong. Then the next day it could be something positive. But it, that's that's just the way it is. You're never always if somebody's hundred percent positive hundred percent of the time, I'm gonna question it. 
because that ain't real. Yeah, no, that's that's fakeness. That's that's being a robot. Yeah, trying to hide from something. No, and I'll always, I'll always tell somebody what they want to hear. Yeah, nine times out of ten, it is nice because that that's just who I am. But if they do something wrong, or if I feel that something's wrong that they've done, that's when I'll switch. And it might not be a nice switch, but I'll tell you the truth. Mm. It's the, the thing people get caught out because they expect you to to sit there and lick us, but it's not licking us. That's that's just you. And then when you do switch to not the arsehole side, but when you start being truthful if something's going wrong, mm. then they, they, they start to look at you in a different way. But I, I don't care about that because at the end of the day, you will still be in you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've had a few friends on Twitch where, you know, they ask me for advice and I tell them, like, the reality of it, right? And mm. like, wow, you're a fucking asshole. It's like, no, <laughs> I just didn't tell you what you wanted is, to hear. Exactly. Like, and that's exactly why. You didn't come to me for advice. You came for reassurance. Like, mm-hmm. you should have just told me that from the jump. Like, if you want fucking reassurance, then yeah, I'll give you some reassurance. But if you ask me for advice or truth, then that's what the fuck I'm going to give you. Yeah, because if somebody comes... that's what I want from somebody. Exactly. If somebody comes up to you and just says to you, tell me I'm great at this, they're asking you to say they're great, so you're going to say it. But if, they, if, if the question changes and if they say to you, what what do you think of me in regards to this? That's when the truth comes. And it's just the way people word things to you that I think they they expect to get the answer that they want back by asking the wrong question. No. So example. The, the next thing I'm kind of curious about, right? Because mm. the way that I met you was obviously through Miss Meow. Yeah. Um, when exactly did you find her channel? Like, was it just randomly browsing or? She wasn't streaming. Literally, she, she didn't stream. But the way, as far as I can remember back, it was, I think, a guy, a guy called Dyer. Uh, so I think back then he was Dyer Wolf TV, something like that. Um, he's now Dyer FM. But he was just streaming. I think I found his channel through somebody else and then just missed me. I was just sitting there. Um, obviously, she had her own back issues. Where I don't know whether it's common knowledge to you with her surgery, etc. But she was just saying that she needed surgery on the back. And because I had the same issues, we spoke about it a bit. But we kind of just mm. watched him. Um, she started speaking about she was getting some streaming streaming equipment together for Christmas. It was like it was December 2018. Okay. So she was, I think she was, she was, uh, or November 2018. She was getting all of like, the list together for her streaming stuff, and it's just kind of how we got talking. And then I streamed one day, and then she she came into the stream. I was a bit like, crap, like you know, you <laughs> expect somebody else to come in from somebody's stream. I was just sitting there like, okay, deal with it, <laughs> like, and uh, somebody, some one of my mods was really toxic to her. And I was a bit like, crap, I can't say anything on stream. So I sort of ended stream, spoke to the mod, unmodded them, told them to calm themselves down a bit next time. And then I just sort of private, private messaged her and just apologised. And from there, it's just, that, that's, that's just how the, the, the friendship's been built. And that's honestly, awesome. just think if, I, uh, if I'd never gone into Dyer's stream in the first place, I'd have never met, well, probably would have, like eventually, because people will eventually meet just from a different string. But yeah, and honestly, she 
she just looked probably my best friend at the moment. Yeah, no, you two are definitely like the dynamic duo, man. Like, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> it's you know, honestly though, it's refreshing to to see two different streamers like just be selfless towards one another, right? Like, yeah, there's there's such this big mentality, and I'm sure you've seen it on Twitch, where like people kind of get super competitive, and I I can somewhat get it because at the end of the day, for a lot of people, not all of them, but for a lot. Twitch is a business, right? Like that's how they make money. Of course, it is. And yeah. So there's they get, always going to be that. Yeah, and and so they get like, oh, well, you know, like this person, they're getting more than I am, or you know, they're this, this, that, or the third. But like, I can I can legit tell that when it comes down to it, like, Meow wants to see you succeed, and you want to see her succeed, and you're oh, both willing. Facts. And it's it's just like I said, it's super refreshing to find people like that. And honestly, that's one of the things that kind of drew me. Um, into your guys' communities. Um, just, you know, when I came in there, it wasn't like, oh, fuck you. Like, I was in there just cracking jokes, being stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, but that's, you that's guys what were we wrong want. with it. Yeah. yeah. But I think you, you can kind of, um, I think anyone who comes in, yeah, it, it can be sus a lot of the time, but it's just a laugh. Like, and that's what you got to remember. You're, you're always streaming for fun, I think. Obviously, like you, you do, you do have to stream for business if you're making money from it. This doesn't take the fun factor away, and I think that's what people like the most is when they go into like, like either one of our streams, they can just instantly tell how they can go about themselves and what they can say. But if you just go into go into the uh, one of the channels straight away, and then you start seeing such shit, you know exactly what you can get away with. So you're gonna you're just gonna carry that on. Mm-hmm. So I think I think. Like you said, that's what drew you to us. But yeah, the, that's just what we're about. It's it's just a laugh. It's just fun. Like it's just nice, you know. Yeah. Like, I can talk to more detail about everything. Well, I won't obviously with her. Um, but yeah, she she's honestly uh, probably the streamer I watch the most. Not because of the friendship we do have with her, but she's just an insane streamer, in my opinion. And I saw the potential in her straight away. And I said that, said this to her before. Because sometimes she'll doubt herself and or anyone else who doubts themselves. If I see potential in you, I'm going to support you until you reach your goals. Mm. Mm. I, I like don't that. Many people don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not going to say to ten or fifteen people. Like, I promise you. Like, if you want to reach for partner, for example, I'm not going to say to you. I promise you, you're going to reach partner. I'm going to help you get there. I've said that to one person, and I'll say that to one person until they reach the goal. Because I'm not about getting somebody to that higher point and then leaving them for somebody else. The, 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 I'll, I'll stick with one person and I'll help people along the way. But if I've got a focus, it's a focus just solely on them hitting their goals. No. And that's what it's all about. I mean, at the end of the day, man, like, you got to support the ones that have been there for you. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you can help a couple people along the way too, then, you know, so be it. But, you know, you have, you have your family and then you have your friends and family comes first for sure. Exactly. Um, So, so you being, since you, since you're a streamer in mind, like what, what are some things that you would give as advice to anybody who, like I said, is either a streamer, new or old and somebody who's a mod for a channel? Like what are some things that if you could give advice to anybody, what would it be? From a streamer, a streamer side. I mean, I'm not, I'm not the best streamer. I'll I'll sit there and crack jokes, but 
you you just got to find how or where you want to go with your stream. Like if you, if you want to make a business out of your stream, it's going to take you a longer time to get there. But that, that's just your choice. But I I always say consistency. So you you could stream for so like this week you could stream today, and then the next week you could stream for two days. People aren't going to know when you're streaming. You have to put yourself out there. Use Twitter, use Instagram, use TikTok, because now Instagram and TikTok, they're bigger than Twitter. They're, they're bigger than any platform to, to actually promote your own stream. Mm-hmm. Post post Instagram stuff on TikTok. Post TikToks on Instagram. It's just the way it is. and That's what people have got to realize. Once you get a consistency going, so if you do three days a week, give yourself a target of three days a week. See how it goes. If if it's successful, if you can handle more, take it to four days. But that's what I always say: to just remain consistent. If you're going to do it, do it Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Do it Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. People at least then know when you're live, how long you're live for, what you'll be playing, and then that that's what starts you off. But as a mod, I literally just just do mod stuff. Honestly, no, I don't take no shit. There might be people out there who, or the streamer on that modding for, they might be like, oh, that, that's not bannable, but that, that's not your job. Your job's not to ban people. Your job's the streamer. You mm. have, you, you've got mods for a reason. Like, I go into some streams and somebody will say one thing, not get banned, then somebody will say, say this, exactly the same thing and get banned for it. And that's when I'll point it out to them. I'll just be like, oh, okay, one rule for one, one for another. It shouldn't work like that. But that, that's what a mod is. I, I don't take no shit. Mm. but that that's the difference between being a streamer and a mod it's it's just weird how it works out because as a streamer you don't really not that you don't care what people think because you, you obviously do but you let a lot more slip whereas as a mod you're basically your job is to protect that streamer from whether it be racist comments or whether it be discrimination or it could be linked like links being posted in chat and stuff like that it's it's completely different it's, it's basically a mod is a protector it, that, that's what I think of it no exactly and and that's the thing too right like good mods they obviously keep an eye on chat and they get to know everybody that's in there and I and that's one thing that I've noticed too um, for some of the streams I I uh, mod for it's it has to be consistent right like mm-hmm. if you ban somebody for saying something like you said whether it's racist sexual or discriminatory um, you have to ban everybody who does it. It doesn't matter if they're a VIP. It doesn't matter whatever. Um, they have to be timed out or banned. Like you can't, you can't just make exceptions. And I no, think, of course, you can't. I think one of the toughest parts of being a mod for, especially channels that are that are either big already or continuing to grow, is that at the end of the day, the person who's streaming, they're not going to be able to watch everything that's said in chat. Of course, they're not going to understand the context of the the conversations. And I know I've had it. I've had it happen a few times where um, I've banned somebody or timed someone out. The streamer I'm outing for, they'll send me messages like, "Why the fuck did you ban that person? Like, yeah, why are you I know. doing that? This is all they said." <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, I get that. Like, you might be upset because you might have like lost this person that could have been in your community, but like, you didn't see the four lines of shit that they were talking to somebody in chat before. Like, um, there there was one situation with the person they would come into a stream all the time. And it would just be like, 
woe is me, like super depressing ass shit. Like, don't get me wrong, man. Like people should be able to talk about stuff that's bothering them. But at the end of the day, like people are going to Twitch and they're going to watch these streamers because they want to escape from that shit. They don't want to be thinking about, um, you know, some people have people who are literally on their deathbeds. Some people just, you know, had to go through a major breakup. Some people are going through financial stress. Like they don't want to hear about how much your day fucking sucked and yeah, exactly. how bad it was. Like it just, it kills the vibe. And I fucking, I banned that person from the stream cause they just, they kept adding people and like, you know, making people feel guilty about just playing a game. And it's just, it's, it's fucking disgusting. Like, dude, why are you trying to guilt trip people just cause you feel yeah. like shit? You know, because it gives them emotional satisfaction to bring somebody else down to their level. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I don't like. I mean, there be I'll take so much of that, and that that's one thing because with different people, like if people are having a bad day, they're going to then plug they're having a bad day every single place they go. But this this is where it gets touchy because you could have somebody who is having a shit day who is normally positive. And then you know how to bring them up. But if somebody's down and they're, they got like a history of being down constantly, for example, if they bring into the, the equation any time at suicide, you have to treat them with a different, it's, it's just weird. Like there's one person that I'm not going to name, but they post so much negative stuff on Twitter, but because I treat them as a friend, I always have to help them. I mean, it's hard to get into. Like, mm. but you have to you have to understand people's feelings because everybody's different. Not every mm. if you could crack a joke if somebody's having a bad day, you like, oh man the fuck up, grow some balls, something like that. But if if you said that to somebody else, they could take that as oh nobody likes me, and then bring them down even further. No, that's very true. It, so it's definitely it's, it's it's touchy ground, but I think at the end yeah. of it, um, like you said. There's some people out there that just want to be miserable. Um, yeah. I think the one thing I've noticed is that there, you know, there's people that post on whether it's Instagram or Twitter. Um, it's like it's every day is the worst day of their life, and you know, I feel I feel bad for those people because it's like, yo, I I understand that hurt. Like, I understand what it's like to be on your back, six feet down, looking up, seeing everything yeah, else. Like everyone I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Like we all have been there, but at the end of it, man, like you can't just lay on your back and be looking up and then wonder why no one's trying to help you up. Like you got to stand up. You got to try to fucking climb out. You have to at least make some sort of effort because at the end of the day, like I know you're, you're the same way. That's why I fuck with you. But like, I want to try to help people as much as I can. I want to be there for them as much as possible. But if you're not even willing to like put your hand out and let me pull you up or let me do something, then I just, I can't, I don't want to say like, I can't waste my time, but I just, I can't put that much effort into it because it's just, no. it, it's, it's a lost cause, you know, at the end of the day. And I've said this in a couple of my past streams, um, we're not going to find happiness in someone else or in something, right? Like we're not going to get happiness from streaming. Like, we might be happy when we stream, but, like, none of that shit matters unless you're happy yourself or unless exactly. you believe in yourself or have that self-confidence. Because you've got to end the stream. 
So this, this is yep. like where it's you have to be happy with yourself because you could you could seem happy on the stream. As soon as you end that stream, you're then going back into your dark hole, right? Mm-hmm. And you, it's that's what people need to just look. I've always said keep a happy mindset or a healthy mindset. I won't say happy, but a healthy one. Like surround yourself with positive people, like you, like you just said. Like I was going to say exactly the same thing, like those exact words when you said, "If I'm not going, I can't pull you out unless you put your hand out." People have got to reach out for you to actually grab them. You know. Exactly. And do you do you think that like Twitch itself has helped you in that regard of like actually being okay with putting your hand out there and being like, you know what, today actually is a shitty day? Or how is dude? Literally, I'll go into a tiny bit. Like, you know, from my Twitter post, I've got stuff about my son passing away, etc. Twitch literally helped me so fucking much. Like, I cannot explain. And then, and the people on there, like, yeah from what I was like, I'd say two years ago to now, I was a fucking mess. Mm. And this is what people don't realise. And When I posted on Twitter, that's probably the, I think the first or second thing I posted on there about myself. People didn't realise and they were like, shit. And I, I didn't think because that's just how I felt. I put, I'll put my feelings on, on social media. But I need to mm. a certain extent. And then obviously you messaged me and then I got inundated with messages and I, I thought, shit, should I, del- I del- should I delete it? I didn't want to delete it because that's just what I wanted to post. But yeah, that's what people don't don't, don't realise. You, you don't know people's past, but I won't, I won't bring my past into my future now or my present. Like none of that would affect how I treat people or anything. But if, if anything, it helped me love people more. But losing something that big you'll never get back is just for me. I have to give out everything I have now because I didn't back then. I was an arsehole back then. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, Twitch and not the game and social side, you can sit there and play games as I say with the same people 24 seven. There's so much like opportunity to get yourself out there. Not, not as a streamer, but as a friend. Hmm. Because you could sit there and say, I've got no friends and then go on Twitch and say, you've got friends. I mean, what are they? Are they, are they friends or are they just people you want to fuck with on a, on a a gaming platform? Because to me, if I want to fuck with people on a gaming platform, I'll just play games with people. But Twitch to me is, is I've got a lot of friends from Twitch that that I'm due to meet this year and that I want to meet in the future, you know? Mm. no that's 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 cool that you were able to get that like i understand completely um how tough it could be talking about uh what you were just that subject because you know i like you said i reached out to you kind of shared uh shared my story just to kind of let you understand like hey man like you know maybe not the same situation but like you know i'm of course and and any and this is what I say. I mean, some somebody said the same thing to me as well. But just but I think it was like a, a year ago. They said the same sort of thing as you did. Like it's a different circumstance. It's not a, a different circumstance. It's the same result. And that's what people like. You could you could. It's a bit morbid, but you could have somebody who like your your child who's alive for two or three years then passes, or you could have somebody who 
is with the partner and is pregnant and has a miscarriage. There's still a fucking baby. Like, that's what people don't grasp. As soon as you create a child, it's a child. Yeah. Like, regardless of whether they're, they've grown or they've got limbs or whatever, it's still got a fucking heartbeat. Exactly. It's still living. So, yeah, that's probably the worst time of my life. And this is why I'm so positive now, is because I've, I've been through the shittest time that I could possibly go through. So anything else is just like a fucking bonus. Like, Yeah, yeah. If, yeah, it's, 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 it's just mad. It is completely mad. No, it, it is so fucking weird, too, because, like, I, I'm not necessarily sure, like, what it was like growing up in your area, and we can get to that in a minute, but, like, it's one of those things for me where the people I grew up with, like, you couldn't really talk about your feelings, right? Because, like, everybody kind of has some fucked up shit going on, but, like, nobody ever talked about it because it's like, well, if I start talking about how shitty it is to wake up and not have lights on and to not have any food to eat, then if I start crying about it, they're going to think I'm a little bitch and they're yeah, going to start, exactly. you know, taking advantage of me and start using it against me type deal. Um, but Twitch and, and some of the people on there definitely helped me start realizing that, like, I do need to open up a little bit more. Like, I can't continue to yeah. be this person where, like, the old... The, like the old model for like what a quote man is supposed to be where it's like nope nothing's wrong like smiles and fucking handshakes that are firm like no like some days you ain't gonna be happy and some days you will be some days you're gonna feel aggressive some days you're gonna feel passive like it's yeah. cool to be like that and it's okay to like it's okay to just let people know like hey i'm going through some shit at the moment um i'm gonna be taking a break or you know i'm not gonna be as active like there's nothing wrong with that no, of At course all. they're not. And I think, like you say, like if you you grew up in obviously very, completely different surroundings to what I did, because like you say, you had people who would go into a school and shoot somebody dead just for being in a rival gang. Like to me, that's insane. But I understand that because everywhere is different. Like with me, from where I am, if you went to the school that I went to, you, it was a breeze. It was an absolute breeze. Nothing happened. The, the worst that would happen is you'd have a fist fight. That's it. Mm. And yeah, there were, there were plenty of them. And But people just kept their head down, honestly. And I, I was kind of the lucky one because I had like a huge group of people who I was popular with. But I was the smart kid and I was smart at getting away with stuff. <laughs> like mm. I was a little shit. I was, I, oh, I was so you were, you were like the Eddie Haskell from Leave it to Beaver. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's just crazy like if I if I if I put myself in a situation like you was in like that could have been you that they shot you know mm. like depending on who, who you hang about with and who you fuck with that could have been you and that that that's what I did when the people that I used to hang around with at school now into drugs and there's people that are in prison they're dead etc etc like I took myself away from that I was I was lucky to be smart enough to take myself away from the situation. Yeah, I lost a shitload of friends, but you gain a bit of self-respect. Yeah, for sure. And so, and so, what was it that was able to keep you away from falling into that trap of, of peer pressure and trying to fit in with some sort of group? Like, what was it that kept I, you away? Honestly, I think it was because everyone sort of I got on with everyone anyway. And I think I've never given in to peer pressure. Never, ever. 
And I think that I've just kind of just learned just to take myself out of situations from when I was younger as well. So certain things that went on with my dad as well that, I mean, I won't touch up on that. It's just a bit bit too in, in, into it. But yeah, I think from that, I learned how to deal with things a lot quicker than what like, the younger people do now. So when I was 15, so I moved out, lived on my own for when I was 15 years old. Mm. Sort of started work when I was 15, did my exams, got like 11 A-levels in my in my exams, like college degrees, etc. And then just right off your own back. And that's, that's literally what I've done for the last 15 years. It's all on your own. Yeah. All off my own back. That's crazy. Built, built a business on my own. I go and work for a, the second biggest company in Europe on my own. I get to where I am now at my role on my own. Like nobody else has helped me. It's all me. Man, that's crazy. And, and honestly, salute to you. Cause at the end of the day, um, there's a lot of people that I see that are like, oh, I'm self-made, right? And it's like, no, dude, like, you had both parents, right? Like, you had a family, you had a support system, you had people catching your breaks, but, like, to actually see somebody who who's able to do it themselves, right, and to be able to have the mentality that you do, um, kudos to you, man, like, yeah, shout out please. shout out to your mom for real because like Hell yeah she um she did a great job raising you because it's so easy when you when you have to do things on your own when you're forced in that position right because from the sounds oh, of it cool. we don't have to get into it like you were you were forced into a position where it's like you know what if i want anything to happen in my life i have to do this shit myself yeah exactly um, and to be able to have that mentality and still not treat people like shit like that's to me, man. Like that's just mind blowing because I see so many different people who, you know, whatever the fucking word successful means these days. I don't know, but like I see these people who are successful, and they, you know, they try to have that persona of self made, and they're just dicks to everybody because they're like, oh, well, yeah. you know what? Like I did it, so you can do it too. Like no, motherfucker, people are different. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like they that's think not how it works as well. There's people out there that that will always look down on people. No, because you start from the bottom and work your way up. You know exactly what their situation is. But you can't expect somebody to be at your level if they're not if they haven't reached their top yet. And this is why I'll always either see like potential in people. If I if I look at somebody and I go, Yeah, you've not got it, I'll still be your friend. I'll, st- I'll still hang about with you. But I won't push you to the point where I know you can go. I'll always push people if I know that, that they can actually do it and at the right time. And that's what, that, that's what I've learned for myself. Like there's been times where it's been bad. Yeah. You know, I've gone through the bad times as, as we spoke about earlier. And then in the, in the last sort of six months to a year, I've gone through a 10 year relationship breakup as well. Having to leave my kids at home with her. Like I've gone through that, but now I'm still fucking going. And that's the crazy thing. Like, People stay in relationships for the wrong reasons. And I'll admit I was probably in in a relationship for the wrong reason for a long time. But there's certain people that help you out of that. And somebody that I found on Twitch and I'm friends with now, very good friends with, they're the one that helped me out of that relationship. So I I always said I owe them basically my life because my life was in that shit relationship. Well, it's always... It's always amazing when that happens because 
we often kind of get in these uh, self-indulged fantasies of like, oh, well, you know, since we're in the middle of everything that's going on in our lives, we obviously have the best idea of what to do with it. But mm-hmm. I always I always have the uh, the comparison, like a person who's standing right up next to an elephant, right? Like right up in it. If you ask them to draw an elephant, they're just going to draw what's in front of them. Now, if we bring that yeah. person 50 feet back, they're going to be able to draw the whole elephant because they get the whole perspective. They can see everything in the context of the situation. Yeah, exactly. um, Kudos to that friend for being able to do that because it's, that's, it's, it's tough to help somebody see that picture when they're so close up into it and to be able to bring somebody out of that. Obviously it speaks a lot to that person's character and their testament of just being a good person. Yeah. I don't don't even think it was directly, like you, you could say to somebody, oh, you're in a shit relationship. It wasn't direct like that. It was kind of just, I had a week week off work, week to myself. We gamed and chilled for like a whole week. And it was, you just get the small like conversations that you have. And that's when if somebody, it's like something triggers in your brain when something say, somebody says something. And then you'll sit there and you think, fuck, like, what am I doing? And then you have to get out. But there's people that won't get out. But if you can get out at that point, you're you're saving yourself years of fucking I, I don't know what to say. Like, and th- this is why I've always said like it's not owing somebody your life, like as in you die for them, etc. But you do anything for them, and literally yeah. there, there's probably two or three people that I do anything for, like, and that's including the whole of my family as well, however big it is. Like I can just drop family when I want. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. But if, no, if I you're mean, going to piss me off, you're gone. Like, but I just want to make everyone—not well, make everyone happy, but just give everyone a chance to reach their own potential. Yeah, that's a big difference too, right there. Potential and happiness, right? Like success and happiness. They're you think that they're so synonymous, but they're really not. At the end of the day, like somebody could be doing everything that they're supposed to do, but it's not going to guarantee that they're going to be happy or exactly that they're going to understand that moment. They could be happy for 10 minutes. They could be happy for a few weeks and that there's going to be something that brings them down. Like I would say success is your own happiness. Once you find your own happiness, you succeed. And then from that succession, you can then help somebody else succeed by finding their happiness. Like that, that's basically what it is. Like you could have success anywhere. If if you're not happy, you're not going to be successful. So to dial it back a quick second, you um <laughs> you had mentioned you lived, what was it, Southeast England, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and and you don't have to get in specifics anymore in that. So, what, what, like, what's the population for your city? Like, how big is this? A big city? Is it a small town? Actually, uh, like, I can actually freaking tell you now. I mean, but it's literally not big at all. So, like, England itself. So, to put into perspective, like Dallas, for example, uh, you can fit four Englands just in Dallas. Oh shit! Okay. Like, <laughs> In, there's a there's a city called Brighton. Um, people probably know it because there's a, a few like, 
YouTubers, all the famous people that live in Brighton, blah, 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 blah. But it's literally tiny. Let me just have a look. So population. So the population is 285,000. Oh, okay. So it's not, it's not millions, but it's, um, it's one of the, probably one of the biggest cities in England, obviously apart from you've got London, which is the capital anyway. Yeah. But yeah, it's tiny. If you think like it's, it's overpopulated anyway, like with housing and stuff like that. So, yeah, if you put it into into comparison to like a city where you are, like the difference in population, I mean, the cities might be smaller because there's more of them. But you look at other, I mean, the, the population of Iceland, for example, is only 300,000. Now that's that's probably the smallest. Yeah. <laughs> that's, about, that's about my city. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So different, it's different cities have different populations, but Brighton, it's, it's Brighton and Hove. And it's, it's, it's pretty big, to be fair, because it used to just be separate between Brighton and Hove and got the other, other little parts as well. But, yeah, there's, it's an insane place as well. Like, you, you can go up somewhere and just get bored of your own surroundings. But mm. from somebody else's perspective, if they came to where I am now, they'd love it. There's the seaside. There's nightclubs. There's, like, theme parks. There's restaurants, bars, etc. It's it's just crazy how good it is. But then if you, you look at it for at, at yourself, you're like, ah, oh, it's all right. Because you, you you're used to it, you're routined to that area. So Yeah. It's hard to get excited when you wake up to the same same view out there. <laughs> exactly. You know? The view yeah. from my window is another house. So it's just like you just you're looking at somebody else's house. So but yeah, it's, it's different. Uh, you go different places. It's going to be the bad parts of every, every everywhere you go. I'm not saying it's it's like the nicest place because yeah, the, the shit that goes down. Mm. That's just like anywhere. But if anyone ever came to the UK, about far come come to England to just come to Brighton just for one day, and I can guarantee you'll stay more than that day. Mm. So so growing up then in that type of town. Um, like what was it that you and your friends would do for fun like when you were going through school years like what was it game, that you guys did game game and football slash well, football or soccer um, yeah is, is literally it I mean you know, I'd, I had a very small circle of friends that I'd bring home uh, I'd like to obviously my parents would cook dinner for etc my mum would cook dinner um, but we would just sit there we'd play Zelda like Ocarina of <laughs> Time on the N64 Fuck, oh, fuck with that game. months and months and months until it was all done. So they would literally, honestly, just sit there and watch me. So that it, this, this was kind of weird because you, you think of it back then and you think what Twitch is now is somebody sitting there watching you. Your friends used to do that anyway. Yeah. Yup. So now okay. it's just somebody who, not IRL, is IRC, who's still sitting there watching you, which is insane. Yeah, that's one of the things that kind of pulled me into Twitch. Um, when I first started experiencing, I was—I literally said that I—I I talked to one of my friends about it. They're like, "Wait, you just sit and watch people play video games instead of playing yourself?" I was like, "Dude, you don't understand." Like, me growing up as a kid, it used to be the thing where we'd go run a game right on the weekend. It'd be Friday, Saturday night. We'd go up to Blockbuster, Discount Video, Video Outlet, whatever it was. 
We'd go get a game, get a whole bunch of snacks, and then we'd fucking stay up all night passing the controller and watching the other person play. And exactly. it was the most fucking fun in the world. And, like, with Twitch, not only do they get to watch you play, but, like, they can join you if they want to. You can be like, oh, shit, you know what? Like, cool, like, let me get on real Or, you know, just... Yeah, and it's we just never had cool that, concept. We? we never had that. Like, this is what I mean. Like, you you got your general gaming buddies where you, you text each other or something and then you jump on. But if you're sitting there watching the streamer that you like watching and they say, oh, Hirsch, come join. You're like, fuck, all right, I'm jumping on. And that's that's where you get, you still get the gaming excitement. That's where the excitement still comes from with, for me with gaming. Like earlier, I, I was sitting watching somebody stream and they were like, oh, do you want to come play games? I was like, fuck yeah, I was, just sitting, I was sitting there watching, just chilling, you know? And then we sit there, we sit there, just run like a few games together. And it's just crazy. And that's how you start building friendships again. Man, Twitch is just such a cool fucking place, man. Yeah. Like, people put it down. Honestly, I, I can get, I can get why because there's the whole the stigma of gaming and what it does to people's minds. But it fucking doesn't do anything to your mind. If anything, it, it gives you a getaway to to make you happy. Just until you log off your PC or log or turn off your PlayStation or your Xbox, etc. It's away from the the reality of the shit you go through on a daily basis. Well, and, like, a lot of those people that try to down-talk people who play video games or whatever, they're like, oh, this shit's right in your fucking brain, but they're, like, over there slamming fists of fucking vodka and popping mm. fucking pills and shit, and, like, I, I don't know, at the end of the day, man, like, I'm a firm believer of just let people do what the fuck they want to do, so long as, it, obviously, yeah. it's not, like, hurting someone, but, like... Just let people be happy, man, yeah. that's what I've always said, be happy, because if you're not happy, you'll never get anywhere. And that, that'll go with anything like you could. It comes down to being happy at work as well. Like you, you could work somewhere and not be happy. Yeah, it pays the bills. But what, why, why would you want to settle for unhappiness just to pay for your electric, go and get, go and do something with your life. Mm. Just go and fucking do it. Take a leap, take a risk. Because if you don't risk anything, you're risking more by not taking a chance. And that's what I say as well. Just, just take a risk because if you lose something or someone that you could have had, that could be perfect. You're then set, setting in for mediocrity. Mm, yeah, and settle, settling never turned out too well. No, and I think that's why I did so well because I just went from place to place, from oh, well, I wouldn't say woman to woman because it's only been a fucking few that have been lucky enough. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, it's, that's just what I've done. Take take a fucking risk. Just do it. Go out and do it. What have you got to lose? Somebody saying no? Fuck it. Well, yeah, because that's, you know, the the truest statement that's been bringing out to me the most lately is that, like, when it comes down to it, sadness, happiness, whatever, bitterness, that shit's temporary, right? Like, mm. it's not constant. But the only thing that truly is constant is regret. Like regret is something that won't ever leave. Like you'll never no, get rid of it. You'll live that forever. Exactly. Gonna, yeah. So I'd much rather be sad for a couple months because I got rejected for whatever, whether it's a job, whether it's a girl or guy, whatever the fuck you're into. Like, mm. yeah, it whether it be, oh, I regret not buying that bottle of whiskey because the store's now run out of that whiskey, you know? Exactly. 
Like, just fucking it, it, do it, it, man. Like, yeah, this is what I mean. Just go and fucking do it. No, one of the most. Is, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just gonna say it's just crazy how many not opportunities, but how many chances people don't take when it's their time. Like, which you could be given an opportunity. Yeah, there, there's different circumstances that can stop you from doing things. There, there's always going to be that. But work on work on the circumstance. Work on getting yourself towards what you want. Look at what you want. Go for what you want. And just just grab it. Honestly. Mm. No, but people right. are just but the people are just stuck in there of if I can't have it given to me, I don't want it. And then that's when they live with the the regret or it could be anything else, like oh, I've I've got just like a new phone. Like you, you could think that think, oh I've got this phone, I don't want a new one. And then regret it. Regret, as you say, is always gonna live with you. Yep. You see somebody thing. with that new phone and you're like, fuck, dude. And then you're going to go yeah. home that night beating yourself up. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then you go online to order it and it's like sold out. You're like, oh, fucking brilliant. I've now got to wait. And then no stock comes out. <laughs> like, yeah, yep. it, it's it's the same of anything. No, if you want something, go right. get it. Yeah. No. And I think one of the most important conversations I ever had um, was with my grandpa and, uh, he said to me, he said, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people live, but they don't have a life. And that shit stuck out to me so fucking much because it just made me think. Cause like he was, he was somebody who had probably one of the fucking roughest lives that anybody could ever have. Um, yeah. You know, my grandpa was a fucking superhero and he was one of those people that like, if there was an opportunity, he fucking took it. He didn't wait for it. He fucking made those opportunities come and he took advantage of it. And yeah. when he told that to me, like it was it was actually like at a perfect time in my life because I was in this form of self-doubt of myself as a person. Like I was just starting to leave the life that I lived before. And, you know, I didn't have any friends, obviously, because I had to stop talking to people. And I just, I stopped, I wasn't trying to go out and meet new people. I wasn't trying to do new things. Like I was just like staying home. Cause it's like, well, if I go out I'm going to get in trouble. And I just, I wouldn't take any opportunities that were thrown in front of me. And that shit eat, like it would eat me up and it would just put me further into this hole of like, okay, well, I can't fucking do anything then. Yeah. And, and then you just want to stop. You want to stop yeah. completely. But you know, after he said that to me and just the conversation, man, like I was just like, you know what? No, like he's right. Like I'm, my life's going to be shit if I don't sit there and tell somebody how I feel or if I don't take that chance and fucking try to take that new job on or if I don't try to... Exactly. You know, whatever. So I, I definitely exactly. think that's really important. Um, so my next question for you then, uh, what have been some of your most memorable moments from from streaming and just being somebody who views it and, and moderates for certain channels? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> let me let me let me just rack my brains a minute. I mean, for me, mm-hmm. honestly, it's just it is. There's been one time where I've not been able to go live, and that was just I've done it. That was just a, a complete different mindset with like starting a new job, etc. But for me, the the best thing about Twitch is going live. Mm. Like because the once you find something you're passionate about. It's it's just insane how much you want it. And if you can't have it, like at the moment, I can't stream. 
I'm sitting there watching streamers. I'm envious. I'll admit I'm envious because I want to fucking stream. Yeah. So I think for me, the, the biggest thing or the most memorable thing was just the first time I went live or the, the first time I used Facecam, for example, or the first time I played games with another, with another streamer. It, it could be anything like that, but I think it honestly is just going live every time. Mm. What that was the first game that you streamed? Oh, I, wanna, I don't want to say it, but Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite, let's go. Yeah. But that was console Fortnite. I did. I used to play co- uh, competitive Fortnite on console. I did. Like, I did the. I did the UK and Ireland uh, tournament, which was like five thousand people in there, and I came ninth on console. Holy like, shit! And then I, 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 I wish now. Now this is a regret of mine, but I wish now I carried on with comp Fortnite because I'd be I'd be better than I am now. I don't care anymore. I don't mm-hmm. care enough to be one of the best or want to be better than I am now. Yeah, I'll, I'll get pissed off with that. I'm trash at the game, but I'm having fun. Yeah, I'm just chilling. This game fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that, that was the first game I, I streamed was Fortnite. I've streamed. What else have I streamed? Got a war. I've streamed Uncharted. I've streamed Dead Island, Just Cause, uh, Dauntless, Realm Royale. So many freaking games I've streamed. But the one I'll always go back to is Fortnite, just purely because of the um, the social interaction on it. Yeah, that's one game that definitely I feel like it changed not just gaming, but it it changed Twitch. Um, yeah. Because there's just so many ways that, like, you can either run pubs with people, you can run custom games, you can run scrims, you can run zone wars, creative, you can just fuck about and just build shit if you want to. Um, exactly. There's no other game that has the the in-depth, uh, the, the, choi- the in-depth choices that of, of Fortnite. No other game has it or has ever had it. Yeah, and if they do, they're not cross-platform. <laughs> yeah, Which is exactly. another thing that makes that game amazing. Yeah, cross-plat. Because yeah. there, there was rumours of it not going cross-plat, and it wasn't cross-plat for ages because of uh, Sony being arseholes and just not giving up or not um, being so stubborn and just saying, oh, let, fuck it, let's do it and see how it goes, you know? But, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Once it went cross-plat, I think that's when it blew up. That's when it completely blew up because everybody else, like you, you can have a friend who's got a PC, but you can't play with your friend, your best friend who's got a PC because you've got a console. Yeah. And then the the, the ability to actually play with PC players, yeah, it's going to be harder lobbies, but who gives a shit? You're playing with your best friend. Yep, exactly. No, and that's one of the things too because I know, I know there's some people that I play with who are fellow console players, and I'll tell them like, hey, like I'm about to get some games in. And the first thing they ask is, like, are they console or PC? Because <laughs> yeah. people just don't get these <laughs> PC lobbies. But, like, my whole thing is, like, honestly, I love PC lobbies because it's a lot more intense. Like, people push yeah. a lot more. People can tunnel. Obviously, building is a little bit easier on on PC than it is to console. Um, so, to me, I just I find it fun because you have these people who are really fucking good. And that's why I'm still trash at Fortnite. Don't get me wrong. But the only reason why I'm actually somewhat competent now is because I started on PC lobbies. Like when I first started playing the game on Xbox, I was playing in PC lobbies, getting my ass kicked nonstop. Dude. <laughs> it was yeah, bad. Exactly. It's just the way it goes, though. That you you take the bad to get more good. You know. Yeah. 
No, no, I completely agree. I, I, I played PC lobbies as, as a console player as well. Once I went cross black, I, I was into that straight away. Of course, I wanted to play with people that were, had a PC because you you wanted to play with your friends again. Mm-hmm. So, so it's kind of been like the reoccurring thing. And I just kind of want to ask you because it keeps popping up in my head, and I'm just like, you know, okay, so I'd heard because I listen to like a lot of podcasts and shit. I'm, as you can tell, I love just conversations, whether it's conversations I'm having or ones that I yeah, get to yeah, hear yeah. and experience. And somebody had said something along the lines of, you know, if there wasn't any pain in the world, there wouldn't be any beauty. Do you, are you a believer that in order to get that, the, at least the idea of this fine finished product, like, do you think it's necessary that people go through whatever it is that might be, um, that might be hard or detrimental? Or do you think that no matter what, like, even if people have, easygoing life or whatever the case is that they'll still come out um, positive or whatever the fuck you want to use. No, you, you, you could have all the money in the world. You could have all the friends in the world. There's going to be something that brings you down. And I think if anything, if you've got more than what other people have got, you don't appreciate what you do have. And then it could be the smallest thing that could hurt more than, somebody who's in poverty for example or hasn't got any friends because if if they then get a bit of money or they find a friend that means more to them than what the other people have got already so no i, I don't believe it at all okay it's, it's what you make it no that's, what fair, you make it. that's fair enough no because that's one of the country that's like one of the conflicts that i've been having um is trying to understand like Because at the end of the day, we all kind of have this belief of, you know, we want a utopian world, right? Where like nobody has to go mm-hmm. through um, pain or suffering or hardships or anything like that. Like we want everybody to be happy. But I just, I don't know, maybe it's just because some of the shit that I've been through, some of my friends have been through. Um, I just, to me, the way I'm starting to see the world is like some people have to kind of get the short end of the stick To finish but, the race first. Yeah. Like, yeah. and that sounds fucked up. Like, like I enjoy it or because I don't like, I, I hate the thought that, you know, there's people out there right now who literally feel like their good isn't good enough. Yeah. But at the All end of people. it, it's like, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So people like, like you said, at like right at the start, it's like minus whatever. There's people out there that don't even have a home that you can go into that's outside in that freezing cold, you know? So then one day, if they're given any opportunity to be inside where we are now, they're going to fucking take them and that's going to mean the world to them, you know? So no. that's what that's, that's, that's what you've got to look at. But no, I honestly believe that you just got to take things as they are. And people that go through the shit, they're the ones that learn the most. Hmm. Well, I, I can get behind there. Through it. And, and then... If, for example, their friends then go through that same pain, they're not going to be able to give them the same result or the same options as to what to do, but they're going to be able to give advice. So just to kind of wrap it up. Yeah. Um, one thing 
what's what's some of the stuff that you do besides gaming or Twitch to kind of release? Like, is there any sort of hobbies? Do you write at all? Um, read? Like, is there anything um, besides gaming that basically kind of gets you to uh, to like some sort of nirvana? I don't know. Honestly, like talking to people. Mm. I mean, I, I, I can't do much because of my back issues, so I, I go to the gym and I work out. That I mean, that, that that's a release. Mm. But honestly, talking to people, if if I if I go a day without talking to somebody, that's probably worse than going a day without playing a game. You know. Mm. But yeah, so it's that's 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 just kind of what I do. I sort of go to work, come home, play games, chill with people, chat with people, and then just go to bed. Mm. Yeah, hey, that's, that's honestly. Yeah, that's life, man. That's life. Exactly. Um, Have you have you thought about doing podcasts? Because, like, honestly, man, I feel like I could literally talk to you all day. You fucking, you got the voice of an angel. Like, I could (laughs) talk all day. Like, have you thought about possibly doing a podcast and just kind of, I don't know, maybe, um, of course, not delving deep into your life, but just kind of just doing doing what we're doing now, like just having conversations with people, getting to know people. Um, Yeah, honestly, I've never, I've never thought of it. But I had somebody say earlier that um, they wanted, they were going to sell your voice, sell your voice. You're going to do this and the other. And I was saying, oh, I never really sort of thought about it. And then they brought up this uh, YouTube video of um, like some lions or some animals in their freaking, like at some, some day without and stuff. And they're like, do this. I'm like, I can't do that. So I've, I've agreed to do like a, a narration of like a 30 second clip of like a fucking animal show. <laughs> Yo, I gotta see that when it's done. I have to. I'll be doing it probably, I'd say Sunday, like Sunday afternoon. Oh, it's just hilarious because they put me on the spot. They was like, right, do this now. Like, Can't do it on the spot. You, you're killing me. <laughs> I need preparation. I like, I yeah, I say we'll make a deal. I'll sit there and write a thirty-second narration and just record it. Man, but I've, no. I've never thought of doing it. Like people, you know what people are like. Mm. People always stand to me to go to go and do something like that, or do radio, or do something else. But I've honestly never thought of it. Never done it. Well, dude, just talking with you for for the time that we have now. Um, you're fucking good at it, man, and. Um, at the end of the day, we all have a story. And, dude, I honestly, if there's anything I can do to help encourage it, like, let me know. Because, <laughs> man, it's honestly, this has probably been one of my favorite episodes so far, like, of any podcast I've done, whether it's this one or the two cents and some change. Like, dude, yeah, um, I can't say enough how much I appreciate you taking the time out uh, to talk with me. Um, if there's anything that you want to shout out or anybody that you want to shout out, um, feel free to, if there's anything else you want to dive into, um, by all means. Shout out to Hershey boy. That's that's who I want to shout out. But no, I've been listening to your podcast for the last few days. Um, they're they're just hilarious to, to sit there and and listen to. It's, it's, it's actually just because I've never, I've never listened to one before. And then I listened to a few of yours and I've probably listened to like six or seven now. And, uh, yeah, it's crazy. No, man. Dude, I appreciate that. And honestly, um, the podcasts are a lot of fun. Um, it's a great way because, you know, the, the guys that I do it with on the other one, um, we get into a Discord call like an hour before we get on, and we just kind of 
chop it up. And it's it's definitely a way for all of us to vent and just kind of kind of get about. And at the end of the day, man, um, you know, we've talked about it before. There's just there's so much emptiness sometimes that can be on the internet. And um, at the end of the day, these podcasts, what I hope I can do is at least for people who aren't able to have conversations with others for whatever reason, they can at least have a conversation with us. And yeah, exactly. Um, to me, like that's a cool thing. And I honestly, I appreciate anybody listening to one episode. The fact that you've been listening to us, like I see you post on social media, shouting us out. I'm like, yo, let's yeah. go. Like, damn straight. Yeah, no, that's really cool. And I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Nah, no worries. I appreciate you having me on, man. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. And to everybody who's been listening up to this point, thank you so much for being a part of this episode. Once again, I'm with Thimble TV. You can find him on Twitch. Um, as he said, he's going to try to get into streaming soon, dealing with internet issues. But in the meantime, you can find him in the wonderful Miss Meow TV stream. Um, definitely go in there and check it out. It's a lot of fun. It's definitely somewhere you want to be around. And uh, once again, thank you, Thimble, for being a part of this episode. No worries at all, my man. You have yourself right. a good night. Yeah, you too. All right, guys. Catch you on the next episode of Content Confessions. Until next time, love, peace, and chicken grease. Later, guys. Ciao, ciao.